Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Kimberly's Corner. This is Kimberly Ibera, and I am really excited today because not only is it my wedding anniversary, but I have a special guest with me today in the studio. Say hello. Hello, everyone. This is Edward. This is my husband, everybody. Welcome, Edward Ibera, to the show. And he is here because we are going to be telling our love story. In my last podcast, I talked about manifesting your soulmate. And there's definitely an art to that. And we spoke about that separately. But today, we're going to go over a timeline that happened once I was open to receiving the love of my life, the universe worked super fast. I mean, it was instantaneously. So, honey, I'm going to start first real quick, and you're going to do like we usually do. You're going to chime in. How's that? Sounds great to me. (laughs) Okay. So, first and foremost, I had done the three lists that I talk about in the Manifesting Your Soulmate podcast, And I ended up running into a new friend, Life Coach Barry, and he looked at a picture of my vision board on my phone and said to me, well, Kimberly, why is falling in love at the bottom of your vision board? And I said, because I don't have enough time. And he said, no, you need to go home, write in your journal that you're open to love, And I kind of giggled, but the next day, I actually did get up, I drank my coffee, I opened my journal, and I wrote, okay, universe, I'm ready for a man. (laughs) And, you know, if you know me, you would know that I was being sarcastic, but I really wrote it down, I shut the journal, I put it away. And that very night, my husband, Facebook friend, requested me. We had no mutual friends. He lived on the opposite side of Florida, on the West Coast. I live on the East Coast. And for some reason, I accepted the friend request, where normally if a guy friend requested me, I would have deleted him and said it was a perv. So... (laughs) So, honey, is that what you recall happening? Yes. Uh, One of the reasons that I was uh, requesting you is that I uh, just started dabbling in becoming a model for 50-plus men. And I thought that aside from concentrating in the immediate area, Fort Myers and Naples, I may have to go to Tampa or Fort Lauderdale. So when I saw you appear... Uh, I saw that you were in the, the jet and yacht business, so I thought, well, that might be an opportunity to kind of soft sell myself to her if that is something that I might be able to get a, uh, a fashion uh, situation out of. And that's exactly what happened. You know, when I accepted his friend request, he actually wrote back this lovely little platonic um, message back to me and said exactly that. Hey, I'm dabbling in the lifestyle model. If you ever 
have a client who needs anything, just keep me in mind. I said, sure, you're handsome enough. Because he was. He's really good, really super good looking. Woo. Well, thank you. <laughs> so here's the catch. The next day, my clients, Hodgden Yachts, reached out to me and said, hey, Kimberly, would you mind doing a photo shoot on one of our boats? The boat's going to be in Fort Lauderdale. And do you know any male models? Guys, this was the next day. So I reached out to Edward and said, hey, <laughs> you know, I'm messaging back on Facebook. Hey, would you be up for a shoot this weekend? And obviously I was very excited because I hadn't done one before. And I said, absolutely. Uh, what do I need to do? <laughs> so it was kind of surreal, but we basically, I ended up putting him in touch directly with the girl with Hodgson Yachts and they worked out all the details. So as the week went on, what did you do? Well, it was gonna. It was scheduled for Sunday, and like Kimberly said, that was early in the week. So, uh, I'd arranged to come over on Sunday, and had done all that with Hodgson. 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 And so then I thought, well, we better communicate between one another, that being Kimberly and I. And so we talked about maybe getting together Sunday before the shoot. And of course, that's a two two and a half hour drive for me. So later in the week, I was uh, contemplating coming over on Saturday, and so I decided to take a look at some hotels, and uh, I thought, well, I can come over Saturday and then get up fresh Sunday and be ready to go. So, I, And if y'all know Edward, he's like, he, doesn't, he didn't want to come driving for two hours, be all wrinkled for the shoot. No, no. <laughs> uh, so sure enough, Friday night, I was sitting on my sofa, and I thought, okay, where do I want to go? And I found a hotel on the beach and it said, get a better rate and click on and it's, it would become non-refundable, but it, you get a better price. And so I did that because I, I figured we were definitely on for Sunday. So all this is going on. He's booked a non-refundable room because he figures, hey, make it a little overnight vacation. I get a call on Saturday morning saying the shoot's been canceled because the boat was sold. And in the boat world, once you sell a boat, there's a whole insurance thing. So, you know, passing the boat between one, the seller to the owner, it was a liability to have a photo shoot. So anyway, <laughs> I say to them, I go, oh, okay, no problem. And then I went, oh, what about the guy? And they said, well, do you mind telling him? <laughs> I'm like, oh God, how awkward. So I messaged Edward and I said, Hey, Edward, the shoot's off, the boat sold. And so I uh, sent her a text back because we, we never talked on the phone up to that point, And I said, uh, can you give me a call? I said... Uh, well, you actually said, can you call me? Yes, there you go. <laughs> See, I don't call guys. Okay, can you call me? <laughs> so she did. And um, so anyway, point being, we talked on the phone he said that he was still going to come on over. Yeah, I said, look, uh, I've got a non-refundable room tonight. And I said, I'm, I think I'm just going to go ahead and come on over and just, you know, maybe go to the beach and have dinner and maybe, maybe we can get together tonight. So I happened to have a charity event that night. So I said, of course, well, I can't do tonight. Maybe we'll still meet the next day for brunch like we had originally planned. So the night's going on. I go to my charity event. Edward comes into town. He's going out to dinner himself. So I, I 
had been following her uh, that evening on Facebook. She, she's a huge poster, if you didn't know that already. I post a lot. And so I just <laughs> I, I noticed a couple of posts about her being at the event that she was referring to. And so I sent her a text and I said, hey, how about getting together tonight? Do you think you might have time tonight? Because I was all dressed up and I was feeling pretty good. And I thought maybe it'd be better to meet at night rather than during the day because I did have to drive back the next day. So I keep giving him the Heisman, pushing back, going, no, you know, I'm at this event. I'm telling the girls, I go, well, this guy still wants to meet up with me. And, you know, at the, up to this point, guys, you, neither one of us were thinking this was a romantic thing. So it was, it was purely platonic in our minds, you know. But all of a sudden, I said to one of my girlfriends sitting at the table at this auction, I said, do you think he's flirting with me? And she goes, well, I don't know, whatever. And <laughs> so anyway, the event's over. I get in the Uber with the girls, heading back to Fort Lauderdale. And so we had a few playful texts back and forth. And right there, I think at the end, before she decided for sure whether she was going to go home or come and meet with me, I said, I got to see the dress. I was wearing this really cute lace white dress, guys. So, was the dress cute, honey? Oh, it was very cute, very hot. Woo! Put it that way. <laughs> so I was like, "Hmm, I'm still, I'm still in the Uber, guys. I mean, this is how I am. I'm in the Uber. I'm like, well, da, da, da. my girlfriend says, "Oh, good grief! Just go meet him. Then you don't have to go see him for brunch tomorrow. You don't have to waste your Sunday for brunch." So I ended up. So we're we're trying to decide where to meet, and yeah. I was down by the Marriott. Uh, That's fine. You're nobody knows the area. Well, anyway, I was <laughs> I was driving around, and I said, "I'm by the Marriott. Can we meet here?" And she, of course, knew where it was, and she said, uh, "Okay." So I didn't. Well, have, then I said, "How late are they open?" <laughs> well, I was so I pulled in and I ran into the. To the I think I left my car running. I went to the bar, and I said, how late are you guys open tonight? He said, 1 o'clock. And so I text right back. I said, they're open till 1. And so she said, okay. Uh, and then it was like this. Because I was trying to make the decision, and finally I go, I'm coming. Yes. So that was about 11 o'clock. Yes. Because I'm thinking, guys, I mean, come on, any girls listen know, know what I'm thinking. Booty call. You know, meeting up with some guy at 11 o'clock. That's not my style. But something just said, go for it. Yeah. So, so we were texting, <laughs> I mean, almost down to the minute. Are you on your way? Yes, I'm on my way. She goes, I'm here. I said, oh, great. Come on in. I'm at the bar. And I got to tell you, when she came in, I had only seen pictures, obviously, on Facebook. But when she came around the corner, it changed my life forever. And we've been together ever since. It's so romantic. When I saw him, I was like, oh, my God, this guy is so hot. Woo! So we sit down together, and I'm giddy. I'm, like, giggling like some silly little schoolgirl. He's being all sexy with those dark, beautiful eyes looking at me. And I go, are you married? (laughs) (laughs) Which I couldn't believe. I said, do you think I would be here if I was married? And I I said, of course not. Well, guys, you got to understand. So when we, you know, all this was going on, I was scoping through his Facebook, and I saw him posing with these three young little kids. My grandkids. <laughs> so, needless to say, 
it was magical. It was magical, and uh, like I said, we we've been together ever since. We never parted. We never broke up. None of that. And so a year from that day, and at the same hotel, we got married. And it's just been amazing. And today is our fifth wedding anniversary, our sixth year together. And so we thought it would be perfect to tell our story because as a recap, guys, from the time that that life coach Barry told me to write in my journal that I was ready, we met within seven days. Yes, and as as a leap of faith, when you book a hotel, it might not be a bad idea to get a better rate and do a non-refundable, just saying. (laughs) Because that's what he did. Because think about it. We lived on two different sides of the States. We had no mutual friends. The universe did its magic to put us together. So it's never too late. Don't doubt it. When you are ready for somebody, the universe will make that happen for you. So don't settle. Right. And at that time, both of us were single. We weren't attached to anybody or anything, and we were both open to finding a meaningful, lasting, loving relationship, and we did. End of story. So that's the end of our fairy tale. Thank you so much for being with us today, Edward. My pleasure. And guys, this ends today's podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful day, and tune in for the next one. Bye!